Hello and welcome back here at Feeling Terrific. Today I have another special guest with me. Her name is Noelia, Noelia Sierra. I hope I pronounced the name correct, correctly. Um, but basically you are yeah, a CEO, right? To so have your own uh, company, your own business, and you're working as a yes. LinkedIn expert. And the background to that is uh, quite interesting. So we'll come back to that later. But today we will talk about different topics and among them, how you ended up building yeah, your own company and what you learned during the way or along the way and also why basically to, yeah why is your business based on linkedin right so i think that, that this is kind of um yeah um also the, the nerve um, of the time right but uh, more to that later basically thank you for your time uh, noelia and uh, yeah i look forward to an authentic insight thank you christian for inviting me to this uh, terrific interview. I'm so happy to be to be here chatting with you and with all the audience listening to this podcast. Perfect. Yeah, maybe let's start with the first uh, question and the most uh, interesting one. Who are you? Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's a, a, a very good question. So I'm a 42-year-old lady from Spain. Uh, that day by day follow her dreams. That's what I would say. One day I decided to move to Ireland because I wanted to be fluent in English and work for a tech company. And today I can say that I managed to get there where I wanted to get. Yeah. So basically um, what, what drives you is um, yeah, an intrinsic motivation then. Am I right? Yes. Yes. So, um, uh, yeah, I have to say that I'm, I'm Taurus, you know, I'm quite a stubborn. So when I, when I put my mind and my focus on something, it's like, okay, I want to go for it. And at the same time, I have this kind of like perfectionism. So when I, when I decided to move to Ireland, I knew that I wanted to speak English like fluent trying to um to imitate the accent as much as i could when i speak english you know and then work with for these uh tech yeah. companies you know so these these big companies um these tech companies uh as you know in dublin like they're They're, they're like a silicon valley right so dublin was the, the silicon valley so when i moved there um, and we can chat about that uh, afterwards. When uh, when I moved there, I knew that I wanted to work for one of them, and that was my big motivation: how I can get there, what are the things that I need to do, what are the people that I need to meet on on my way, um, and yeah, that's that's what I uh, I did for. For the past years, you know, to get to get to work for these companies. Maybe let me pick um, up uh, one thing you mentioned, right? So you just mentioned um, that yes. you're kind of stubborn, right? What would you say? Mm -hmm. What kind of contributes um, did this attribute of yours help you to be the person you are today? It's it's a good question because for some people being a stubborn it can be something negative, right? Like, oh, you're very stubborn, like you're. But for me, it's someone that is very committed to do what they want to do, and um, so 
you can be stubborn in a good way and and be focused. That's that's what I would say. So if someone here listening to us is also Taurus and they consider themselves a bit stubborn, it's not a bad thing. I think it's just that um, it's it's a good thing if you have if you know how to manage it, right? Uh, sometimes you need to let things go, and it's fine uh, because obviously in life maybe you you want to achieve something, but there are external factors that are not in your control. So then you need to let them go. As long as you acknowledge that being a stubborn is fine. Yeah, and and how did you how did you feel or how or when did you know that it's the time to to move back to Spain? Yeah, that's a good question because I was in Ireland uh, for 15 years, right? And I never felt before uh, what I felt like two years ago. So basically, I was living there. I was having my dream job, uh, good salary. I was traveling around the world whenever I wanted. I have that flexibility. So basically, I had everything. But then the pandemic hit Europe, uh, well, the world in general, um, and things started just to fall apart, let's say, or change uh, in my life. So then for me, like uh, health and family and friends like was, was key, um, no matter what I was doing in that moment. But um, the most important thing for me back then was my health and my family. Um, anything else was was secondary, right? So then I was uh, thinking of, okay, so what what you want to go, what you want to do, and to, during my time at LinkedIn, I was helping also people to get the job they wanted. I was helping them to with their with with their brand, so building their brand on LinkedIn. I was helping them with interviews, uh, preparing interviews for tech companies. I was helping business business and owners uh, to work on their strategy to attract talent. Um, so I was doing all these things, and and then uh, it was something that I really enjoy, um, really enjoy doing that every day, and also supporting my team because I was managing a team uh, back in the time when I was. Um, when I was at LinkedIn in, in my last few years there. Um, but then, uh, as I said, the pandemic in 2020 started. We had to work from home. We were not prepared. Well, we were prepared to work from home, but um, we were not prepared. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or anything like that, right? And then I, I had to deal with my team, my team was from Spain, based in Ireland. They were having like COVID um, families issues and cases in their families. So it was tough for me to do it with everything and also for my own situation, for my personal situation. And then in the middle of that, LinkedIn announced that they were doing a reorganization. So basically they were uh, they were doing some like off. Uh, around a thousand people lost their job and I was part of their this this group of people. Um, and then I think that was a big wake-up call for me. Like, okay, if I, I always said, um, I always say that if, ever, if something happened, it happened 
for a reason, right? So if that happened, it's because something better was waiting for me on the old because what I wanted to do for a long time to set up my own business, it was getting closer, right? So in some in September 2020, I, I lost my job with LinkedIn. Um, at the beginning, um, if someone went through a layoff, it could can understand the feelings, right? So you go through frustration, uh, fear, then at then you just acknowledge, okay, it's me, it's a number, it's not only a CRLs in the job, but just a number for this big tech company. Um, and then I started uh, getting approached by ex-clients, uh, people that I uh, help in, in, in a long way. And they were asking me for help and they were telling me, why you don't set up your own business about what you've been doing for a long time and something that you really enjoy? And then I started thinking like, Yes, why not? Because many people were telling me, like, listen, you can't charge uh, people for what you're doing, right? It's your time and you're delivering results. So why you're not doing that? And then I just, you know, did my research, look around, uh, look at competitors, look at the skills that I needed to 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 do that. Yeah, and then here I am. Um, it happened. <laughs> it happened. And all happened. All happens for a reason, right? Um, I'm, yes. I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, how long did it take you to take the mental focus around once or when you did get the notification that you are part of the restructuring? So it was a long process, I have to say, because uh, it's true that in these big tech companies, when they make the, these decisions, I mean. It's not easy, especially for the people that is around you, the people that know you. Um, everyone wanted to help me, right? Because uh, I had a very good brand within LinkedIn in Dublin, in my department, in the talent solution department. And people couldn't believe that I was the one leaving the company, right? Not even myself, but I was trying to explain them, like, listen, it's, it's not only a CRI, it's a number. So... But everyone was kind of like trying to understand why um, why that happened. Um, and there was no reason, as I said uh, before. So in July 2020, they announced this, uh, you know, this situation. They made this big announcement. They send you an email and they tell you, you could be the one living. But I didn't know 100% if it would be me or it would be a colleague of mine. So then we were having meetings every week with managers, with people from the U.S. Um, in August the 10th, so that was the, there are dates that I won't ever forget. Um, these are lots of them. So the 21st of July, I got the notification of, you know, you could be the one. On the 10th of August, I got, yes, you're the one in the company. And then during that process, until the 16th of September, you're having conversations with HRs, with solicitors, etc., And also with other departments, because, of course, LinkedIn wanted to help and they wanted to reallocate me maybe in other departments uh, where I, you know, could, 
do another job as a manager. Um, but then, you know, I was trying of thinking of mm, why I need to force things. So let's let's take the time to think. Let's leave, and then if I have to come back, I will come back, um, or we will see. So it was almost like three month process. It was tough, but I decided to. That was in the middle of the pandemic, so I decided to not to be alone. So I flew to Spain. I spent a few weeks with my family. So when I got the notification, I was back home with my family. Uh, and then in August, um, I was in Mallorca. I rented a studio there and decided to spend the whole month there to deal with this <laughs> in a better way. At least I, uh, I could go to the beach and scream if I needed. So I rented an apartment there for the full month of August. Um, then I finished in, in September. And in, in September, I was also with uh, with my family and then I came back to Dublin, packed my stuff and then I went to travel. I know that it was the middle of the pandemic, but I was looking at the map and saying, okay, where I can go, where this COVID, it's a bit not that strong. So I went to the Greek islands and I spent there another month um, traveling around and kind of like getting the right uh, mindset to decide what to do with my life because from one day to another you have like a great job great salary great colleagues then you find yourself in the middle of a pandemic and with no job uh, and with okay what what I still do now after 15 years living in this country is that the time where I have to go is that the time that I need to try and work for other corporate uh, companies or, or what? And I, I got the answers during my trip, during my travel. So I'm happy that I step back, take the time, sorry, took the time and think about my next move because I think it's important. Sometimes if we take decisions when, uh, where, when, when we didn't have the right time or spend time with ourselves, it's, it's sometimes it's in a hurry and then we make wrong decisions so so yeah that's what i did yeah no i think th th and this is really yeah really interesting right because i think also or isn't it interesting that one situation or one thing that happens can have such a huge impact right so as you as you mentioned um mm -hmm. you're thinking like i'm in the yeah middle of my life i have a great salary great colleagues great company etc then from one day to another, all all changes, right? And then also additionally with um, COVID, with the pandemic, which yeah. is another thing, right? And then I also like that that you yeah, got the answers. To quote, you got the answers from from your travels, right? This is also something really yeah. take the time to, to deal with with yourself and uh, finding finding the solution. And um, yeah, are are you happy? Are you happy with that? Yeah, I'm super happy to be honest because as I said, I took the time, I went to Greece, I was in Crete and I met one of the one girl that I met during my Erasmus program in Sicily like a long time ago. We didn't see each other for many years. So then I was explaining her what happened and I was explaining her what I wanted to do back home in Spain and and she was asking me 
and why you don't do that? <laughs> so what is stopping you? What is stopping you? And then I was like, you're right. So like right now, nothing is stopping me. So in that moment, I booked uh, one month of Hatha Yoga certification, training certification in Portugal because uh, like my my next project here in Spain is to open an experience retreat, right? Where you can come here and experiment, um, you know, the culture, the gastronomy of my region and, and also work on your well-being. So part of uh, my skills developing was, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to get my Hatha Yoga teacher certification. I wanted to go to India, but COVID uh, stopped me to do that. But then I was finding solutions around me. And then I found this guy that is from India, having this ashram in Portugal in the middle of the forest. So I moved there in November 2020. I spent there the month. I got my teacher certification. Um, and I said, yeah. That's that's good. That's that's what I needed to to do. And then when I came back to Dublin in in December, it was the beginning of December. I decided to spend there Christmas uh, and see. And then um, and then it was at the beginning of the year when I started like doing some work and some research on on the business that I wanted to develop um, my consultancy firm. I was getting these uh, messages from ex-clients and people that I help. Um, and that's how I, it happened. That's how it happened. Yeah. No, this is a really, really inspiring story. And uh, first, uh, congratulations uh, to everything, to all the accomplishments you. Um, you, you've done <laughs> since you've been la laid off. Because I think this can also be kind of a, yeah, kind of a um, tipping point, right? Either you, you, may, you make yeah. it after this um, experience or you won't right and yeah i'm grateful mm -hmm. for you that uh, you, you you made it so that and that's really great uh, to hear and thank you for sharing um maybe let's, ha let's have a different um, perspective so so basically you mentioned you mm -hmm. wanted to um, go to dublin to the silicon valley of of europe kind of where all the big tech companies are right but why particular yeah. linkedin or how did it uh, yeah come that you end up there in Dublin, do you mean how I ended up in Dublin? In Dublin, and yeah. for, uh, maybe not necessarily Dublin, but uh, more LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. So, so in Dublin, I ended up in two thousand and six because I wanted to learn English, and and I heard that Irish people were great and very friendly, and they probably would be, um, you know, uh, I would be finding opportunities there and they will give me these opportunities and I can say, yes, that's true. Um, and then LinkedIn, um, it was through one of my ex-colleagues in Indeed. I used to work also for Indeed, you know, the, the job search um, website. Um, and uh, one of my ex-colleagues started as a manager in LinkedIn and then he, he was building a team for the Spanish region and the Italian region. And then he contacted me when, when I was still working for, well, no, actually, uh, I was in a break because I took a break after a few years in Ireland. I was just studying marketing and sales and, and a few things. So he contacted me through LinkedIn, of course. Um, 
he he was offered me this job as a relationship manager in his team and i and 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 i i knew linkedin as you know the the place to go and look for jobs and, and so on but then in when i when i went to work for indeed uh something that brought my attention was I help people to get job, or we help people to get job. That was the indeed message, right? Um, slogan, or uh, what they said. And I said, "Well, I want to help people to get jobs." So, but then I ended up like selling clicks or buying traffic from other websites, you know. So I have this very good relationship with this guy. So I was asking him, like, "Okay, tell me, uh, the product that you're selling is that good? It's not good. It's it's like selling." sun in the desert or or something else because i don't want to to get there uh get bored um and also i had like a very clear goal that it was to manage a team in the next company that i joined and i said what are, i said to him so what are the chances for me to grow in the company and manage a team like you do now and he was telling me, listen, this is a great company to work for. Uh, the team is great. Uh, there are many chances that uh, with your skills, you will be uh, able to manage a team in a few years' time. Just, you know, do the interview, go for it. Uh, honestly, this is not like buying and selling traffic. Uh, um, it's something else. Uh, you will have an impact in, in people's life. Then, Dublin uh, is very small. so. I knew people working at LinkedIn, ex-colleagues from Indeed as well, and from Google and from Facebook, you know, everyone in the tech industry knows each other when you work um, in Dublin because it's a small town. So then I did my research. So I went to the LinkedIn office. I was sitting with people that were doing already the job that I was offered to do. And I did my research. Uh, I went to the office. I have lunch there. So I could feel and see the the great culture that they have, and um, and the values, the company mission and vision. I could I, I could understand better everything, and of course everything was aligned with what I wanted to do because for me it's important that the values of the company that you're gonna work for are aligned with your own values, and the culture is also very important. So, so I said, okay, let's go for it. And I did like few interviews. I passed them. And a few months later, I was working at LinkedIn as a relationship manager for the Italian, Spanish, and the Portuguese market. But yeah, I mean, it was it was great. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of coming back to that in in a few seconds, right? But maybe uh, one question before. So. You also just mentioned, and that's quite interesting, right? And I think also something which is on top of mind for yeah almost uh, everyone, but I would say more also for for the younger generation, right? Um, purpose mm -hmm. to have a purpose um, with, within the job you're doing, right? So how important was it for you? I mean, it sounds like that it was important, but how important was it for you to have a purpose in the job that you do and um, to have an impact or something like that? But also, how important was it for you? to do your due, due diligence. Yeah, I I believe that um, having your, you know, your purpose or having this clear goal of what you wanted to do or you want to achieve in life, it, for me, it was a huge motivation, right? So 
everything I was doing at LinkedIn, I knew that it was having an impact in a global economy, not only on for the companies that I was helping, for the people that uh, the like the LinkedIn members. It was like a, a much like a big picture right um so i was thinking not only like short term what i'm doing right now but long term right um and i invite everyone to see a youtube video about um the economic graph that linkedin was building um you know where basically because all the data that they they gather um all all this data if 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 it's well interpreted, you can uh, you can get information and insights that, if they're well used, they can have a huge impact in in the global economy. And that's what LinkedIn is doing, right? So they're getting all this information, and they're speaking with governments, and they're speaking with um, ministers, and saying, "Listen, we see." that there is a tendency in this country um, for these jobs, right? So we're getting a lot of, of these jobs, but we're seeing that people don't have the right skills to develop this job. So why you don't talk to your universities? Why we don't encourage people to study more of these, to just when they finish, they get a job straight away, right? So this this is all of LinkedIn what it's, it's doing at the moment, uh, which is great. And for me, being part of of that, even if it was like a very very tiny <laughs> part, but it was a it was a huge motivation, right? I I wasn't waking up every day only because of the salary that I was getting paid every month, or because of the cool office that I uh, that we have because it's a, a very nice office with free food, free gym, etc. Of course that helped, but for me it being part and maybe that is also part of my personality right and who I am but being part of a big big um uh project like the economic graph and what they do now it was uh, it was important and definitely it kept me motivated that's why when i was part of the layoff i was a bit disappointed at the beginning because for me it was like wow I gave you so much. I gave you so much of my time, of my passion. Uh, and then you're paying me off like that, right? But then I understood that it was part of the game. It wasn't something personal. It was business. And at the end of the day, I was part of a business. And that's how business works sometimes. So. Yeah, no, I think uh, nothing to add, but uh, thank you for sharing your perspective uh, on the purpose side. I think that's also quite quite interesting. And um, yeah, at the end, um, the salary isn't every every time all of it, right? So there are also other yeah. aspects which uh, have to be considered. And yeah, for you, it's purpose, and, and that's really great. Um, and as, as also, as you mentioned, um, yeah, at, at the end, it's business, right? And I think there's also a misconception of it. That um, yes, the uh, culture makes a company. Um, sometimes um, there's the word family, but it's quite a fine line, isn't it? To really have the understanding yes. that it's still business. Yeah, it's true. 
So if you work for a company, you know, it's not your own business, you just, uh, if something like that happened to you, you don't have to take it personal. You know, at the beginning, probably you will take it personal because as I said, if you're very attached to your company and what they do and why they do it, you know, what is the mission and the vision of this company that you're working for, at the beginning, probably you want to take it personal. But don't take it personal. That's my advice because it's, it's not something that it's against you. It's something that it has to do with something else, you know, with how the market is, uh, is, is doing, how the economy is it's growing, it's moving. You know, now, and, and I'm speaking uh, out there because I know um, the last few months, the last year, how many people have lost their job in tech companies, right? Um, there were so many laid-offs, even in LinkedIn and other companies. Um, and it's difficult, especially when you have families, when you have projects, when you bought uh, a new house, a new car. But those are things that can be fixed. And there are other jobs out there. And working for someone else is not the only option. You can have your own business. Talk to your uh, mentor. Talk to any, like, Enterprise Ireland, for instance, in Ireland. If you need information about how to set up your business or what are the help from the governments that you can get. Because there are a lot of things that we don't know because we didn't do it before. So the easiest thing is to go out there and find another job in another company. But if if that is not the option or it's not working out because of the current situation, try to think of what are your strengths? What are you passionate about? What do you think that you can do for people that, of course, will be able to pay you as well? <laughs> because one thing is a hobby. I could say, yeah, I love uh, dancing every day. Yeah, and I got even like a, my Zumba instructor certification also during the pandemic times. But is that something that I can do every day and leave with that salary or with that thing? So we need also to be realistic, you know, and down to earth and see, okay, so... I can get money doing this and helping with this, uh, what value I can add out there. Um, so that would be my advice also for people that just lost their job and and are quite thinking of, okay, what I should do, where I should go. There are other options. Yeah. So that was all almost um, a pitch for the end of our conversation, but we are, we are not at the end of our conversation, but that was a really good um, advice. <laughs> Um, and also maybe one one more thing. So um, you you mentioned that you wanted to move to um, Ireland or to Dublin to yeah learn English uh, to speak fluently, right? So maybe from yeah. my um, objective perspective, and I'm not the expert when it comes to English, right? But I already can hear your accent or dialect, the Ireland one. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love Ireland. Honestly, uh, if someone from Ireland is uh, listening to this podcast, uh, listen, guys, you, your country is beautiful. You're so generous. Um, never felt as an, a stranger in Ireland. Um, the companies that I work for, Irish, Americans, any company, they were always open to, to you know, to give me opportunities and grow and help me to develop new skills and grow within these companies. And, and I was very lucky 
to cross paths with many people, many talented people that were my mentors. And to be honest, they will be forever. And I, I have this attachment to Ireland. So every time I can, I go to Ireland. I go to LinkedIn office. I visit my ex-colleagues. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy what I do now because I have that linked with Ireland. And I, I of course, it would be always in my heart. And we are happy for you. <laughs> But maybe let me um, add on what you just said on the grow, growth part, right? So you also built yeah, a, a region for a bigger corporation, right? In this case, hmm. how did you feel about it? Especially compared to building now your own region or business yeah. in the region. To be honest, at the beginning, um, it was quite a scary because uh, you you start to listen to these limiting beliefs that we all have, right? It's like, okay, so will I have the ability and the skills to do that for this company? But they trust me, right? They trust me and they trust also um, one of my colleagues because back in the time we were only two managers for a big team. We had to hire a lot of people uh, and build the team for for the Iberian market. So it was a huge uh, responsibility, but we were very strategic. Um, and then we kind of like divided the, um, the, the roles, right? So he was more analytical. Uh, so he, he took, he was in charge, like some of the parts of business that needed more analytic and strategic uh, stuff. And then, uh, because for me, it was because of my personality, uh, working with people, interviewing, uh, dealing with anything that had to do with people, it was kind of like coming natural. So I was in charge of all the hiring and I was in charge of uh, working on the employer branding strategy to attract the talent that we needed. Um, it was It's a huge responsibility as well, because if you hire the wrong talent, it will have a huge impact in your business. So no matter how analytical you are and how cool your strategy is for the market, that uh, if you don't have the right people, uh, you just fail. So I have to say that we made a good team and... Um, And I never felt alone, uh, not because of him also as a, as a colleague, but also our director, uh, it was very helpful. Um, our mentors, we all have mentors and coaches uh, in LinkedIn. So if I needed help with anything, they were there to support me. And, uh, and it was great. So I think that's the big difference, right? Like, If, if you are in charge of, you know, a task as a manager in a company and they said, okay, you have to build this, you have to build a team, you have to build the strategy for the market. Uh, I will say that you don't have to do that alone. You have a director where, where you know, you can get insights and, um, and what they expect from you for, for that particular role. You have other people in the company that are doing the same for other markets. And these are the people that can become your mentors or your coaches, you know, because they've been there before. 
Um, so that's what I did. I was looking around me and I said, okay, so what is the most successful market right now? So let's sit with them. Let's sit with this manager and see what they're doing. Of course, because of the different culture, there are things that are going to work for one market and not for another, but you need to try. You need to try and surround yourself by the right people. So never think that you're alone when you are given like some task or responsibilities in a, in a role that if, if you doing if you're doing that on your own believe me you're wrong and uh, you probably will be in burnout soon or you will be leaving the role soon because it's too much it's too much yeah no um, i really like it what, um, what you just said right so take the perspective that you are never alone and um really having the sure. mindset of being a rookie, right? Um, I don't know if you know the book yeah. uh, Rookie Smart from Les Wiseman. It really describes it quite well so that you will succeed um, and also be a better version of yourself, um, especially in a professional but also in a um, personal context. If you really um, try to take the perspective as a newbie and what would a newbie do, right? Um, build and leverage the network tried how um, he or she can be um, yeah one step uh, further and stuff like that right so that was really a good uh, yeah in, in interesting mm. perspective of yours um, maybe to to summarize um, LinkedIn right um, what did you learn during your time there <laughs> I learned a lot of things because uh, I was with them for almost five years but I have to say that Everything was very intense from day one when you joined this company, honestly. And actually, when I had to describe, when people were asking me, oh, how's LinkedIn? How's to work for LinkedIn? When I tried to explain that to my parents, I was telling them, listen, this is for me like being in a huge campus in a university, but I get paid for what I do. So instead of like uh, studying and, you know, doing exams, I'm working and helping companies out there and helping people. I get paid, but at the same time, I get paid and I learn. It was like a huge university, right? Because, of course, we have uh, LinkedIn Learning before it was, uh, you know, uh, it was uh, um, before LinkedIn Learning. Um, we didn't have that platform, but they they purchased this uh, this platform back uh, in 2017 or I, I was already there. It was an American company. And then, you know, they, this, uh, LinkedIn Learning is great for courses and, and develop like your, your skill and works on your skills. But not only that, as a manager, um, I was lucky enough to have this leader that he was very into coaching. So he made sure that every manager was trained as a coaching for performance so that we could uh, teach and develop new skills to, you know, in our teams. So, because it's true, you don't have top performance. Like everyone is not a top performance in a company. It's impossible, you know, you need to, to have other skills as well. But um, we were making sure that everyone knew how to become a top performance. Do you know, what are the tactics or techniques that you need to, to develop? And also in our one-to-ones, uh, it was like, coaching one-to-ones, right? We were implementing coaching 
everywhere. So yeah, I was uh, a manager, a leader coach. I was coaching my team, and at the same time, I got coached by other team members, and it was it was great because we created this uh, coaching culture. So then I became very into coaching, and I like to to coach people and mentor people. So that's one is one of the things that I really learned, and and also. Um, I like many of the things that I do right now at my job uh, in my company comes from my times at LinkedIn, you know, how I use the tool, how I help businesses to to work on LinkedIn strategies to attract new talent or new clients, how I I help people to work in their brand to attract new opportunities such as a new job or uh, a, a new research in a university. So because I think like LinkedIn is very powerful, uh, but unfortunately here in Spain, sometimes I still hear I don't understand LinkedIn. I don't use it because I don't understand it. So I want to change that. I want everyone to understand this tool, not because I work there, it's just because I see the power of, of this platform. Um, I couldn't imagine a life without this platform right now. Maybe in a few years we get another one and, and it's even better. Uh, but uh, to be honest, for for doing businesses and finding people, and look, we met through LinkedIn. We probably didn't That's have true. this conversation or this interview if it wasn't for LinkedIn. So that's where where the magic happens. Um, and it's nice to just to drop a line to someone that you think that has a great profile or that shares uh, values with you or like it's, it's incredible like how powerful it is. So I learned so many things and now I'm in a mission of sharing those learnings to others so they can be successful as I am. I just wanted to ask, what's the purpose of your own business? But you just uh, answered that. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. But maybe you, when, when yes, I also pick uh, something up. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying that, like, yeah, I mean, I'm in that mission, right? That I want everyone to have to get this work life balance. And if you get tools, that helps it, it, like it, it would be much easier right so so that's why i believe in this tool there are so many other tools out there but i'm talking about career and businesses um and that's why i want to change that i want everyone here at least in spain to say yeah i understand linkedin and i'm using it and i'm getting results thanks to noelia or to someone else but they're using it and understand it yeah no and and that, that's also really great right because um, you you also mentioned what you learned during your time at linkedin right and what you also brought then also to your own business and one thing which i i kept from what you just said right is um, being a leader equals being a coach and i think this is yeah what you also took from link to your own business and i think this is um, a new standard right so Maybe um, another another question or also kind of the last question from my side. Um, so on your LinkedIn page, right? There you, you're having yeah. a, um, a quote. Um, your network is your net worth. What do you mean by that? Mm. Well, if you think about what I just said, my story, how I ended up on LinkedIn, how ended up, I ended up like doing my own business, it was because of my network. 
it was thanks to people that was there that shared with me in somehow experience or job related anything so thanks to that i you know i ended up working for linkedin i ended up also working for other companies of course and i ended up even like setting up my own business thanks to these people that was encouraging me like okay why you don't do that and what so that's why i believe that your network that people that is around you um are very powerful and definitely they're your net worth uh, because you never know where you're gonna end it up right like today we're having this conversation now we are part of our network uh tomorrow you, you know i will have an opportunity for you here in spain or maybe you can come and visit my experience retreat uh you can come here with your company i don't know everything could happen so that's why i believe that if you surround yourself with the right people that are aligned with what you do and that that where you can add value to what they do and they can add value also to what you do i'm not saying that you have to be a friend of everyone right because sometimes people ask me oh i get a lot of invitation on linkedin uh, a lot of connections requests but i don't know why i don't know this person and i it's nothing to do with my business then in that case maybe you don't have to accept that invitation you know like like some, sometimes people is desperate and also just click and, and add everyone but if you strategically think about okay who is this person what i can do for this person how we can collaborate what are the things that we can do together then is where magic happens um then, then that's why i believe that your network is your net worth definitely nothing to add i love this one <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe last question um, from my side self-awareness yes. self-reflection mental health recharging purpose password bingo or what Oof. Oh, you you mentioned a lot of things here. Uh, I'm gonna be. I think like uh, mental health. I believe that is super important. Without mental health, you can have you cannot have self reflections or self awareness. To be honest, because there are many things, many monkey minds like going around. So and also uh, no purpose. Like if you're If you're mentally you're not healthy, it's just something that is going to stop you. So that's why I'm very, actually, I'm a huge ambassador of mental health and, and mental health awareness um, every time I can't. Uh, during my time at LinkedIn, I was almost in burnout as well. And I spoke up and I share, share my experience uh, with colleagues in an all hands to the whole company. And everyone was telling me, you're very brave. You've been very brave. And, but we're humans, you know, so you don't have to be afraid of saying, I need help. Um, especially when we were in the middle of a pandemic or in a situation that you never dealt with. And, uh, and everyone has also personal stuff. So um, never judge someone uh, without knowing what is behind. So for me... I will stay with mental health. Interesting choice. But thank you for sharing your, your thoughts on this one. Um, yeah, but basically also thank you for your time, Noelia. We are at the end of our conversation. I really um, yeah, um, have had a lot of uh, fun. I hope it was also enjoying for you. 
But maybe over to you for great. the last words. So for the last word, I mean, I, I will summarize what I just said, right? Um, follow your dreams. Um, it's true that maybe it's a very common word, you know, centrist. Follow your dreams. Yeah, everyone can make it. No, not everyone can make it if you don't have an action plan. So if you have a dream, you're probably going to hear a lot of people saying you cannot do it or it's too much or blah, 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 right? Um, go and surround yourself with the right people where you can learn. Uh, people that have been there before look for your you know uh who are your reference out there look at them approach them through linkedin don't be afraid to knock doors because that's the only way you can learn and go for it and if you fail you can do something else i mean we only live once and you don't want to one day uh live in this world just saying oh what if, what if, right? Uh, I will say that what if, no, it's too, when it's too late, but what if from today onwards, you know? That's what I will say. Thank you for that, Noelia. Really had a, a great conversation and maybe one day in person when you're in Munich, let me know. Yes, on me. yes, <laughs> I will. I will definitely. Thank you so much, Christian. Perfect. Take care. Bye.